the Heineke Baal Shem Tov, the Heineke Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, once said that it is impossible to explain to a Goy the Maila of a Yid. You cannot explain to a Goy what it is to, to, to have a Yid, to be a Yid. It's just, it's not possible. His grandson, the Heilige Rebarach Memezhvish, once said that not only can you not explain to a Goy what is a Yid, it's impossible to explain to a Yid what's a Yid. That's a Maila even of a regular Yid. The Maila of a Yid is so great that it's sometimes almost impossible to even explain to each other what is the Maila of a Gavaldiga Yid. How amazing we are, how precious we are, how loved we are. Now this is true, and this applies to a regular Jew, how much more so this applies to Tzadikim on a different level. Rabbi Sai, we're coming to the day of Lag Ba'oyma Gavaldiga, Gavaldiga day, a day that's got so much packed within the day, so much Kedusha. And we sing by night, we sing by day, Ba'yochai, Rabbi Akiva, about the most incredible tzaddikim that we possibly don't even understand. We cannot even comprehend the milers of Rabbi Shimon Ba'yochai. It makes no sense, we don't understand it. But, but, I want to maybe for a few minutes just give you a little bit of an inkling of Rabbi Shimon Ba'yochai and how he was born, how he came into this world. Because before we had the day of Lag Boima, before we sing and we dance, the covered Ritana Reb Shimon Bayachai, let's understand a little bit of Reb Shimon Bayachai. So, how did Reb Shimon Bayachai, how did he come into this world? How was he born? That's the Shaila. So listen carefully to the story. It's a beautiful story. This is how Reb Shimon came into the world and perhaps gives us a little bit of an inkling to who exactly was Reb Shimon. So, Reb Shimon Bayachai was born about 50 years after Khurban Bayashani. About 50 years after the destruction of the second base of Mikdash. And the Meister goes like this. Listen to this, it's Kavaldik. His father, Yoichai, was a very wealthy and well-respected member of the community. Very, very wealthy, very well-respected person. His wife, Sarah, had no children. She had no children. She was actually, by the way, a descendant of Hillel Azokin. She had no children. Now, after many, many years of, of course, the pain and the sour of not having a child, so Yochai wanted very much to have children, right? The Chazal tell us great things about people that have children and terrible things about a person that's not able to have children. Now, he wanted to have a child. So he decided what he's going to do is he's going to divorce her and he's going to try and find another wife. He wants to have a baby. He wants to have children to, you know, continue the legacy and children to give to and everything else. So... He went to the local Shadchan and he said, listen, I have a plan. I'm going to divorce my wife and maybe you can find me someone that can be a good match to me. So she says, okay, I'll get back to you, whatever. I'll think about it. In the meantime, I guess rumors go out and uh, Yochai's wife, Sarah, heard a rumor that her husband, Yochai, is going to divorce her because they don't have any children. And she was so tzavrochen. She was so upset. She was really, really down. It wasn't her fault and no one blamed her. Of course, that's not her fault. They tried, but what could you do? That was the Godish Bochus Xera, right? But after all, she wanted to be married to Yochai. So she decided that she's going to be Mespala like she's never been Mespala in her life. And she cried and she cried for hours and hours. Tears, physical tears were coming down. And for hours and hours she was crying. 
And she said, Rabbi Shalom, I want to be married to Yochai, but I also want to have a child. Please, let this happen. This is the time. This is my last chance before my husband divorces me. The night of Rosh Hashanah, sometime after she cried, the night of Rosh Hashanah, Yochai was sleeping. And he had a dream. And the dream went like this. The dream was that Yochai had was that he was in a huge forest. Mamish trees, you could barely see the, 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 the Shammai in the sky it was packed with trees, trees all over the place. Huge forest. Some of the trees were fresh, gishmak trees. And some of the trees were like dead, very dried up, withered up, you know, just, just not good trees. Some of the trees were alive, full of fruit, beautiful luscious fruit coming off those trees. And some of the trees were just dead trees with like, you know, just some cracked leaf, nothing to it. And as he's watching in this dream, he sees a man that looked more like a malach than a man. And he was running around with like a, a watering can and he was watering some of the trees. Not all of them. He was watering some of the trees. Not every tree got water. He went to certain trees and he gave those trees water. Now, all of a sudden, said Yochai, in this dream, he, this malach came to his tree. Came to the tree that he was leaning on in his dream. And he put down the bucket of water, the watering can, and he picked up a plate of water, and he spilled it over the tree. All of a sudden, within moments, the tree that was dead, that looked undernourished, withered away and nothing, became alive. And all of a sudden, not only did it become alive and look fresh and green and beautiful, it started to grow tree fruit. Fruit started coming off the tree. It was amazing. This was the dream and all of a sudden, Yochai woke up from the dream. Okay? He wakes up in the morning. He tells his wife, I had this crazy dream. This is a crazy dream. He tells her over the whole dream. And he says, I think I have a pshat. I think I have a pshat. This is what he tells his wife. He says that the forest is this world. And the trees are the women in this world. Some of them get fruit. Some of them have children. And some of them, unfortunately, don't have fruit. They just don't have children. On Rosh Hashanah, is the time that everything happens, that the Rabboni Shalana makes the Xeris of who is going to get and who's not going to get, which was tonight was Rosh Hashanah. The tree that I was leaning on, he tells his wife, was you. And therefore, since we saw that it was dead and it became alive and started to grow fruit, it means we're going to have a child. That's what he tells his wife. He interpreted the dream, right? Very, very special man. She said, I have just one problem. I have one question on your dream. It sounds like a great interpretation. Amen. I'm happy. I'm excited. We're going to have children. This is Gavaldic. But I have a problem. Why is it that all the other trees were watered by the Malach with a watering can, with a bucket, with a whole clear container of water? But my tree was watered with a plate. Like, what did that represent? So Yechai thinks for a minute. says, you know, I, I don't have a pshat in that. I don't know what, what's pshat. So he said, you know something? I'm going to go to Rabbi Kiva. He lived at the time of Rabbi Kiva. I'm going to go to Rabbi Kiva. God let's ask Rabbi Kiva, what's chat in the dream? What's chat in this, in the kud of the dream? And maybe I mean, I interpreted the dream completely wrong. He goes to Rabbi Kiva. He tells Rabbi Kiva the whole story, the dream, his interpretation of the dream, and his question that he has about the plate. Yeah? Rabbi Kiva says to him, number one, you interpreted the dream in the correct way. Yohanim said, right, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to have a child. And about the question of the plate, why you had a plate and they had a watering can, I'll tell you why. Because your wife cried so much for children 
that the Rabbani Shlonim wanted those tears to water her tree. She kept them in a plate, and that's what the Malach used to be able to water the tree. And because of that, you're going to have a huge tzaddik, and that tzaddik was the Haile Gatana Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon by Yechai. Some say he was born in Lagboime, but we don't know 100%. Sadiqim generally are born and die on the same day. We know that he died on Lag Ba'imah. To understand exactly why Lag Ba'imah turns into the day of celebration of the highest form, that maybe we'll discuss tomorrow. But one thing you should know is it's very, very important. There's a Gemara in Sukkah Memhamad base where the Gemara says, Reb Shimon Ba'yachai, Yachalani lifter kola ola minadin. That means Reb Shimon Ba'yachai promises, I can patter everyone from din. You did something wrong? You fell? You made a mistake? I can pat you, I can exempt you from all the problems in the world. That means when it comes to Reb Shimon, Yochel Reb Shimon, we can be so mechon Reb Shimon. We go to Meiron. We dubbin by Reb Shimon's keva. Now we have a little bit of an understanding how Reb Shimon came into being into the world. It's an amazing opportunity. Reb Shimon, and by the way, even if you're not going to Meiron, and even if you're not going to Reb Shimon, whatever, whatever the reason may be, you're not, you know, whatever. The point is, tap into the Gedusha of Reb Shimon. Tap into the Gedusha that Reb Shimon, who died on Lag Ba'omer, who says, I can part of the whole world, in that case, is an unbelievable thing. Lag Ba'omer is a day of tshuva, it's a day of kapora, it's a day of kapora, it's a day of tfilas, that we can be makabalau tfilas, in an amazing way. The Svasema says in Parsha Sema, he heard this from the Gedusha Arim, that Ba'omer, a person can be zoicha to Yira Shamayim. Do you know what that means? That's unbelievable. Listen to Reb Tzodik HaKarin, we were to be by the Keva, not so long ago in Poland, in Pritzadik. He writes down that Rabbi Kiva was the Shoyush of Torah Shabal Peh, like the Arizal says. And Rabbi Shimon Bar was his Talmud. Now they could not make a day of Yontav on the day Rabbi Kiva died, because when he died he was killed in such a horrific manner. So they decided to make a Yontav even also for Rabbi Akiva on the day that Rabbi Shimon Be'echai died, because he was his Talmud, which is another reason why we sing Rabbi Akiva on Lag Ba'omer, because it's the day of the Talmud of Rabbi Shimon Be'echai, the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. So every year, you get to the day of Lag Ba'omer, every person could be Zoycha to Toyshabal Peh, that comes down to this world. Rabbi Shimon Be'echai was Zoycha to something that nobody else was Zoycha. Not Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Ve'aron. Can you imagine? All the Torah. We're going to discuss more tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem. I just want to give you a little bit of a start. Tap into the Gedusha. Reb Shimon Bar Yochai, Meiron, Lag Ba'omer. It's an incredible day. It's really a day of tefillah. Yes, there's a lot going on, a lot of excitement, and lockers, and food, and dancing, and it's beautiful. Like the Heidegger Vision has said, I'm sure we'll say this a few more times, the Heidegger Vision has said, that inside is Yom Kippur, and outside is Samchaz Taira. Referring to inside where the tzin is, everyone's crying, the rise out, that's Mamish Yom Kippur. You go just outside, and it becomes like a simchas toy. It's the only place that you have such a thing. The only day of the year is such a thing also. It's an amazing opportunity. Tap into the Gedusha, the Eilig of Shimon. We sing the songs, and we should sing the songs. And if you can understand the meaning of the songs, even better. But recognize that like Ba'omer is not just a day of doing whatever you want. You have an off day, you can go here, go there. It's a day you can tap into the Eilig of Gedusha of Shimon, and what Shimon represents, and what he brought down to the world, and the Gavaldiga, Gavaldiga, Nisgale, the, the, the revelation of Torah that he did. We can all be Zoycha to Be'ez HaShem. We just have to tap into the Gedusha Mitzvah. Tomorrow we'll discuss a little bit more of the Sugya